Beautiful. Good morning. Thank you so much for showing up today, being here, uh, being present for your own personal practice. And thank you so much for showing up for everyone else. Um, for the people that are just joining now, feel free to add um, to the comment section if there's anything you'd like me to share with the um, in this practice itself. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll begin. So I'll begin with something um, just really interesting right before we go into the meditation itself is if you think about um, like as before we go into the breathing. So for a lot of us, we struggle with being able to focus on our goals and our dreams and um, the things we want to personally achieve. And because if, if it's, you know, religious practice or um, just even having so many responsibilities, which is not a contradiction. There's, you know, there's a lot of passion in our experiences in general. Um, and there's a lot that we gain from it. But I think the, the battle always is, how do I make time for that beautiful practice and make sure that there's a self in the practice, right? So it's not like I'm just doing this for somebody else or you know, reward in another world. <laughs> it's like, there, where, if, where do we get some kind of internal pleasure and connection and satisfaction on the day-to-day -day, rather than it being like, I don't, it's not necessarily like an illusionary um, promise of something later on rather than being present, being here in the moment and really being able to connect with the experiences we have and feel authentic feelings towards them rather than um, feeling like it's a, you know, some kind of distant experience. So um, last week, because um, I like print out from Bells, the world of Bells, um, this Dvar Torah that was really amazing. And, and it said that like we have to take a le lesson from Derech Eretz. And when I said Derech Eretz, Derech Eretz um, physically translates like the way of the earth. That's the physical translation um, to Derech Eretz. So if we're taking a lesson from the way of the earth, the earth itself gets trampled on, gets treaded on, people walk all over it. And no matter what, it continues to bear fruit. So they were sharing, um, the Bells of Rabbit was sharing that we should take a lesson from that, that it doesn't matter like what is treading on you in the sense that on a physical or an emotional level, we all have the ability to surpass that and continue to bear fruit um, in all areas of our life. So as we go into this breathing experience, just notice what comes up for you in the sense of 
ways that might be holding you back. Um, and we'll tap into it after the breathing. But notice as we go through the breath work, if you are able to have the support you need, um, right? Just even, even as these like suppressing emotions might show up, when we have a support, supportive, supportive breath practice, does it override some of the illusion, right, of um, what we're experiencing? All right, so let's let's do this. Let's do this. So this concept of the way of the earth, right? There's the natural way that, like the earth operates, right? The way Hashem created the world. And things will always grow from the ground. Obviously, we need Shefa and Bracha, and that is something we, you know, that comes in the Hachana, which is the preparations. But the question we have to ask ourselves is, when we are experiencing discomfort, when we are experiencing these kind of... Uh, I guess, episodes or intervals of um, doubt in our own practice or in our world. You know, when I say our world, it's like your own personal universe. It's noticing how much of an impact the belief system of I'm here or I'm not able to um, get past certain things or break that ceiling because of things that people made us believe about ourselves or things that we actually believe about ourselves. So society, community, family, a lot of those spaces that we are feeling trapped in um, it, it can feel, it can feel so real. Um, and again, there's two ways in. There's fighting that, fighting and fighting back, right? Which is, it's one way and it's, um, it can be physically exhausting. Or we go back into something that I shared with you yesterday which is like when we do the work from within. So rather than rather than focusing on trying to change external factors, we'll work on the internal experience. And if we think about back to the Derech Eretz, right? When we go into ourselves, we think of earth, everything, everything that comes up cracks through the soil is done after the fermentation process or almost like the DNA has been set underneath. So when we plant something, right, we take a seed and we plant it and we water it and it grows. And if we think of nature, just nature in itself, there are seasons, there is different weather conditions, 
and the amount of sun that some of these plants get, but it's fascinating when you can walk down the street and see a tree and see flowers and be like, wow, this, this flower made it through the season. These roses keep producing. Um, and sometimes it looks like there's nothing there. Like you have seasons where it looks extremely, a tree can look extremely bare. And if you stand in front of it and you've never seen leaves before, you, you wouldn't even be able to believe that there's that seasonal aspect of being able to grow leaves and then have, and then just not have any leaves. Um, but knowing that when we come back to like the self, the self practice and the personal growth, when we're trying to work on ourselves, it is vital to take the time to do the work, almost like it's like doing it in the dark, right? Because we're thinking about the ground. We're doing this work underneath, like in the under layers, which it takes a lot. The first, the first thing that that happens is that rather than relying on external factors, we have to turn inward and also rely on ourselves. So there has to be this belief in self and belief in the tools that we can actually get to where we need to go. But the thing is, for a lot of us, we're so used to being cheered on or getting opinions about something that we value that more than we actually value the practice itself. But again, coming back to the internal process, having that external process is like almost like an addiction. Um, having all the distraction can be an addiction. But when we come to doing the personal practice, it's we have to strip away a lot of the distraction. And some of the distraction can be the beliefs. I can, I cannot, I need, I don't need, I'm overwhelmed. Really sitting with ourselves and creating a checklist of the things that matter. And then the, the places you want to go and then asking yourself how much of your day is invested in the things that you want in the things that you need in the experiences that matter to you and for a lot of us we invest like especially nowadays there's there's like a ton and again i'm guilty of this just as much um there's a ton of like self-help um, if it's courses or practices and for a lot of us we can even be addicted to to constantly searching but if we take the time to be like I'm gonna choose and this is kind of what I do is I will choose one or two people to listen to in the sense of to get the guidance and then the job is to actually do the work because sometimes there's like this misconception that like by listening to these mo motivational experiences um 
we already get that sensation and the satisfaction by listening rather than the practice. So peeling back, going into the life, and again, back to what I was saying a little bit yesterday, was if you are going to think about how much, how much of your life are you involved in, in the sense that we're so busy with the external factors, like we're doing, you know, we're paying the rent, taking care of kids, uh, going to work, all those kind of things that we end up doing for others, right? If it's, if it's even from a simple factor of how we dress, um, who are we doing that for? Uh, what are the things that give us pleasure? And there could be these like little tweaks that can create a supportive environment for yourself. Simple things like, it could be a jewelry choice or, or just even, you know, accessories are great. But taking that time to ask yourself, what are the things that create joy? What are the things that feel supportive? Um, rather than always looking at how can I invest in a better future, which for a lot of us, we're always doing that, is like we're investing in, the, in, in a future that we forget that a good future or a guarantee for a good future would be how present are we in the present? That means if I am happy now, that means I have a higher chance of being happier in the future, but if I'm not happy right now and I'm miserable now and and I'm kind of working towards a promise of the future it's gonna be really hard to get there because of the perspective that I have right now so when we're trying to shift some of these things what we have to do is take some time to notice what are those things that give me joy and again we're not looking for distractions because there's a life of distraction which there are things that are very pleasurable but distracting and that aren't honestly investments in a future in a positive future they're just you know they're just uh more destructive than constructive so just just starting with something small um and i always say like something you can incorporate into the day-to-day -day. don't start with something that might feel impossible but there are little choices that you can add or tweak in the day-to-day -day, which can feel a lot more supportive and can create a sense of contentment because when life gets extremely stressful it, it's the little things that irritate us um, and it could be something really small that could set us off so when we take that time to set, like just set some time um, for ourselves and experiences for ourselves that feel supportive, that kind of thought of, you know, I'm not, I'm not included here, um, don't come up. And then we don't have these larger emotional explosions where we like w w things are so suppressed and then it just kind of all shows up at once. So nurturing, just like with earth, 
you know, it's like if you've ever watched grass grow in a season, it's, you have to water it every day. You got to water it. You got to make sure that the, the soil is aerated, right? There's got to be some flexibility there. But there's the you have to water it every day. If you water it all at once, it'll flood and you won't be successful um, with growing, um, again, like a nice field of grass. So when we think about our own nurturing, it's very important to make sure that these are things that we do day to day um, or hour to hour even, um, rather than like just doing it all at once, going on one big vacation. Um, and then and then that's kind of where we'll start feeling more supported in our life. Um, and then just like with the ground, back to their hearts, when people do walk on walk all over us or if we feel that experience, it's not so detrimental in the sense that we're durable enough for it not to, first of all, obviously you don't want just people walking on you all over you but we're not so sensitive to the little things we don't get hung up on it and that's the goal it's there's enough value and strength within that that doesn't become um so much of an issue so yeah so i will yeah thank you for that for for letting me share that with you um thanks also to everyone that has contributed to the phone line um, we still have a little bit of way to go, um, and I have we have just a couple of weeks before I have to renew it. So, if there's anyone that would like to uh, contribute, feel free to reach out. Um, you can either um, you can call me or you can text, and I can give you um, the forms of payment. And then I'm really transparent about you know how many people have contributed and I'm going to share all of them. If you want to be anonymous, that's fine too. I can do that too. But thank you for making this practice available. Um, as in the only way this can happen is by every single one of you showing up and being present. So yeah, my phone number is 323-443-4046. And um, feel free to yeah text, text me on WhatsApp as well. I can make that um, happen. But uh, Again, thank you so much. And we'll go into the question part of this uh, experience now. <laughs>